You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello. Hi. 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 How are you? I'm good. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm good. Good. I'm happy you're here. I'm happy to be here. Oh, good. Like, so we... Oh, we just went for a walk. Just went for a long walk. We went and got some fruit from Mm -hmm. the grocery store and a pizza. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so we took Bree for a walk and Mm -hmm. it was cute and I even put my little toes in the water. Oh, yeah. They went for a little swim dip. Dip. Toe dip. Toe dip? Foot club babes. Foot club babes. Makes an appearance again. (laughs) Toe dip. Toe jam and toe dip. Yeah, that yeah. was gross. I take that back. What are you What are you reading? What are you doing? I don't know what I was reading last week. I think maybe if I was I reading her final words last week. Mm-hmm. I think I maybe was no. You about were to ta- finish. You were talking about that other book that was really good, anonymous, anonymous girls. Girl? Yeah. yeah, I finished it. It was good. It was a great, mm-hmm. good book. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. But I'm reading her final words right now by Brianna Labuski, Labuskis, something like sure. that. Maybe. And uh, that's all right. Nice. It's about like a, the, it's got like a cult vibe and a murder vibe and a investigative vibe. So mm. in theory, it should be good. Should be. Yeah. But I made the mistake of reading that, like starting to read some reviews. Oh. And people were like, mm-hmm. it kind of falls flat with the ending. And uh, I was like, ah, well, do I just read something different? You know, but I'm just going to go for it. Yeah, just go for it. What are you reading? I've just been catching up on life, so not a lot. I have not been reading a lot. So you're reading your own autobiography. Yes. I'm, li- <laughs> I'm living my life. <laughs> yes. 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 What are you listening to? Um, Still, like, I have not been doing much. Are you literally just working? No. I thought this week was chill. No, it has been chill, but, oh. like... So have I been at home? Like oh, I've just, just been taking like it easy. decompressing. Yeah, that's big good. time. Good. I love that for you. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, it is. Good. Cool. So um, yeah, sorry, I'm very boring this week. But it's all good. No, maybe next week. I've was listened to this week. Something was wrong. Did you? I did too. Yeah. I'm so pissed at Tiffany for that cliffhanger ending. Yeah. I was like pumped and ready to find out the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. She's like, and I had to text her, like, get this guy in my house. So I was like, what? Right. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Like a little cliffy hangy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't, yeah, I've got really nothing else to talk about either. Okay. Well, well, we, talk we about have books? one more. We have one babe. What's her name? Crystal, what's up? Hey. hey. Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> exactly um i love this book (laughs) okay i like it too i love this book so far it's like for what it is because we're kind of just talking about that yeah i like yeah i like it for what it is yeah Mm. it's good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. vegan yeah i'll start off yes you do i have a note Chantal starts (laughs) she keeps very thorough notes (laughs) did you record any of my chapters for me this week no, not not this week. Dang. No, sorry. Okay. Oh, it seems like there's so much has happened now that I'm going all the way back to the beginning I, of these chapters. Yeah, I read it early in the week. Did you? 
No, I, well, I finished up this morning, but I started it earlier than okay. week. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm, I don't even really know what's going on. What happened? <laughs> okay. So we're back at the party at the goods house. Wow. That was a long yes, time ago. Yes, it was. Um, Libby, uh, Nora introduces Libby to Shepard and she's literally just as like, wow, he's super hunky hot. Mm-hmm, Libby mm-hmm. is thinking that. And she's trying really hard and obviously to be a wing woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nora is feeling like the magic of his personality and his like appearance has worn off. Mm. But before she can convey that to Libby, Lee, Libby pieces out again. <laughs> Typical Libby. Um, we find out that Charlie and Shepard are cousins. That was a little twisty twist. Mm-hmm. And even Eep. and even works with Charlie's dad. Eep. Yeah. She's like trying to get out of there being like he's still not understanding her like witty mm-hmm. um, and sarcasm. Yeah. And all like, that stuff. Like they're just not yeah. vibing. No, there's no vibing anymore. Yeah, no vibe. She's like, I got to go. And he's like, I need to take you for a ride. A trail ride. And she's like, oh, okay, go. And his name is Shepard. Yeah, Shepard. Yeah. You know what is good, though? Shepard's pie. You don't like Shepard's pie. <laughs> Shit, I love Shepard's pie. I hate that. Mm, what? What is not to like about it? I don't. Okay, so if there was no vegetables in it, like I'd probably it just meat and potatoes and gravy. But yeah. you like carrots. But I don't like finding that in my mashed potatoes okay it's like the texture of finding something hard in your mashed potatoes yeah hey i'm not one to talk about food or like a pea like you know if they put the like if you put the frozen mix in that's how i had it growing up and not just like carrots or corn or whatever yeah Yeah. if you got a pea in your mashed potato and it like kind of burst it wasn't for you so we usually mix like the vegetables in with the meat Oh, my parents would, my mom would go, like, the meat, uh-huh. a layer of the, like, shake on the frozen oh, okay. whatever, right. and then potatoes on top. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, we mix the veggie in with mm. the meat. And mm-hmm. sometimes, just for fun, I'll put some taco seasoning in there. Oh. Because I like the way that... Mexicali. I like the way that it tastes <laughs> with ground beef. With some gravy on top, even. Whoa. Yes. That's a fusion. Yes. That is... A- <laughs> Fusion, if I ever heard it. <laughs> yeah, watch out. With watch out. With yeah, there's a lot going on there. Yeah. That's a lot to unpack. That is. And it's really good, though. Yeah, okay. Okay, okay all right. <laughs> okay, so she is now, Nora can't shake the thought of Charlie at all. Like, he's in her brain. Mm-hmm. He's in there. Um, and the fact that she almost kissed his cousin. Oh no. <laughs> she's like actually really upset about that. Yeah. She's like taking that yeah. very hard when yeah. she didn't even know that they were. No. Anyway. Cousins. No. Uh, Nora's wondering. She's like, I got to She's feeling suffocated almost mm-hmm. and like overwhelmed mm-hmm. by the thought of Charlie. And so she wanders around and there's no, she's noticing a lot of, um, art on the wall and they are, sally's paintings Mm -hmm. and sally is announced by the smell of her marijuana (laughs) same sally talks about herself and her life about her art and how like um 
Nora's like, you, you're just a normal person. Yeah. I don't understand how you're so good at this kind of thing. Yeah. And Sally's just, yeah, it expl- she explains her whole life and that kind of thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, she lived in Italy. Sally lived in Italy and she ended up in New York, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so they understand the New York lifestyle and that prompts Nora to ask her if she misses the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sally explains to her that it's nice to settle. She did end up um, selling a painting. She had been really hustling. Right. And she ended up selling one painting and it changed her whole life. But she realized it was like a game. So she had it in the palm of her hand. Right. So she's explaining to Nora, yeah. Nora that it's not really as it as it seems right. being quote unquote famous. Um then Libby comes over and is starting to talk about their mom and how she was always exhausted um, because of living in the city and mm-hmm. having to like hustle to make things work because she was determined to be an actress. Anyways, I don't know. Yeah. I'm explaining too much more than I need to. This <laughs> no, is going to be so good. long. Um, Nora, it seems like they both have very different perspectives of yes. how things transpired right. in their childhood. Yes. So Nora's like, yeah, I remembered hard times, but... Like, we always got through it and there was some sort of magic to yes. it. And, like, we always turned it into a good time. Mm-hmm. A positive note. And Like, she has a really good memory also of the city and yes. her mom, right? Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, and Libby's just like, no, she was miserable. She worked all the time and she worked herself to the bone just like you, Nora. Which... Mm. <sighs> And she's like, haven't you seen that this trip is yeah. like an intervention? Like, open your eyes, essentially. Yeah. So there are kind of like tensions arising here. Yeah. Um, as soon as Libby says that and the shame hits Nora mm-hmm. immensely. Um, she's like devastated that Libby sees her the same way as her clients does and do and her work does. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Yeah, so she's like, I got to be alone. She's having a panic attack, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, so she ends up in a room, and it's full of books and a race car bed. <laughs> ah, there we go. A handmade wood Aww. race car bed, which is really sweet. Yeah. Um, all these books are, like, thrifted and, like, kind of have character to mm-hmm. them, let's mm-hmm. just say. Um, and it reminds her of Freeman's and how... She used to think um, Freeman was like their dad and it helped raise them. Mm-hmm. It was their only constant in their life. Yeah. Um, she's starting to feel, she s- describes it as tender in my chest. Um, the person I love the most doesn't trust me. She's really fixating on that. Um, Which I think would be yeah. like life changing. Yeah. Like it would be, it's part of her identity right to Mm -hmm. be almost these two people Mm -hmm. with her work versus like her sister and then to have her sister not perceive her the way that she thought she would be that would be shocking yeah (laughs) yeah yeah no true true like imagine if all of a sudden justin said to you like uh if what's something that you're like like he said like you're so selfish or something right. it would be you're like you're the opposite of selfish no. in who well you i'd are. say yeah i know i am I'm no nice. true 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 <laughs> true true i don't know i just feel, i understand no yeah, i totally exactly. understand what you're saying I, yeah that would be yeah 
Yeah. Again, and, and, and if he's like, you've always been that way, and mm-hmm. you're like, you've thought this all along? Yeah. Like, what? Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, so she's devastated about that. And then another surprise, Charlie. Hello. <laughs> what are you doing in here? What are you doing in here? What are you doing in here? It's my room. So Charlie comes into the room and he's asking Nora what happened because he can obviously tell that she is in a state of distress. Um, they have some banter as they do. And he's like, what are you doing in here? And he asks her like these options and then says a competitively fast oil change, <laughs> which I fucking love. It's so, so good. <laughs> so good. And so that kind of like snaps Nora mm-hmm. out of it and she laughs. And she's kind of like, how do you always do that? Like, say the right thing. And he's like, I never say the right thing. Like, they're kind of chain, like, mm-hmm. helping each other see. Yeah, the truth of themselves. Yes, exactly, and, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, she tells Charlie that she's always felt like the wrong kind of woman. Um, and that Dusty is right. And even her sister thinks so, too. And Charlie and Nora end up sort of, like, in an embrace. Like, they're hugging. He's comforting her. He ends up telling her that she gives 100% of herself and she won't do something if she can't give that, which makes her, like, a great person to have on your side and on your team. Mm -hmm. He also notices that she always read the last page first, which was super cute. I loved that. He's been, like, watching her. Mm -hmm. He says that she's a fighter. He's just, like, really talking her up because she is down in the dumps. And then Charlie starts telling Nora about how that like go with the flow attitude like his mom and his sister aren't really all that great Mm -hmm. and the way that he does that is by explaining a little bit of his background Mm -hmm. so he says that people really didn't approve of his family um his dad isn't his real dad and that when his mom and his stepdad got together she was already pregnant and he was engaged Mm -hmm. I think so there was a little bit of drama mm-hmm. around that. Um, and he says that he found out that his dad wasn't his actual dad in grade five by some kids at school. Yeah. Which is rough. No, that is. Like, yeah. oh my God. I did feel for him there. That was awful. Super that would be sad. awful. Yeah. yeah. So she, Nora has been trying to figure Charlie out and she finally thinks that she's kind of got a more concrete vision of him a quote who he charlie is someone who wants to understand the world but has learned not to trust it which mm-hmm. makes kind of yeah. like sense his point is that being the magical free spirit really isn't all that is cracked up to be um and then he says if you're the wrong kind of woman then i'm the wrong kind of man oh yeah, they're in love yeah obviously like, honestly um nora then says to charlie which is maybe the biggest compliment i've ever heard in my life but she says quote i think you're one of the least disappointing people i've ever met <laughs> that's so cute yeah if someone said that to you you'd be like oh hey, you're welcome i'm so happy to not Girl. be disappointing you um there's a lot of lingering going on between them and then guess what nora's fucking phone goes off <gasps> typical um libby it has texted her and said that they're leaving. Sally has a number for Libby on a piece of paper, which she gives to Nora to pass along to Libby. Then at this point, Nora takes a photo of the number mm-hmm. and texts it to Libby saying this yep. is from Sally and then just like shoves it in her bag. Mm-hmm. 
and then now they're in the car going home and Nora's trying to sort through everything going on with Libby in her head and she is just sort of reflecting on how calming it was to be in Charlie's arms. Mm-hmm. So he's offering her some solace. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Which is... I like that they can comfort each other. It's, yeah. And it seems so natural, mm-hmm. like instinctive for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Nora's meeting Charlie at the library while Libby is arranging stuff at the bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, so... All morning, things had felt strained with Libby, like they've had an unspoken argument and they're both pretending that nothing's wrong. Um, But as soon as she um, enters the library, everything eases and it feels better because she's with all the books. Um, She finds that Charlie's already there um, and she's not used to being late. And we find out that Charlie actually ends up editing here on saturdays so it's kind of his routine anyways and she's not late Mm -hmm. he's early yes (laughs) Um, they're like perfect for one another yep and then she gets a text from brendan again hmm Hmm. and it says are you girls still having fun Mm -hmm. (laughs) and then everything she just feels anxiety Mm -hmm. right away she starts having a big spiral she's like that's weird that's weird (laughs) and then her response is is everything okay his response definitely exclamation mark exclamation mark exclamation sounds accurate yeah oh he's really selling it (laughs) they are starting to edit they're starting work and they are end up having like a lot of the same notes on character development um and charlie's enjoying watching someone be really good at their job that's cute charlie asks her what did libby think about you passing on your dream job of Mm -hmm. being an editor we find out that libby doesn't know she did not know next question (laughs) (laughs) move on from that real quick um they both have opposing ideas though about nadine's character in the book um, but once, of course, once Charlie explains himself, yeah. shit, he's right. Yeah. Um, and then they're talking about Nadine, a.k.a. they're talking about Nora. And they're saying he's saying, like, Nadine shouldn't have given up on acting. Mm-hmm. I want to see her happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so now all of a sudden she feels like, they're switching roles, complimenting Dusty while Nora trims and like so the roles have right. reversed yes, in that yes, in that yeah. sense. Yeah, it yeah it's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. their dynamic is mm-hmm. switching and yes, they're getting along. Really yes, again. they're getting along very well mm-hmm. and they're editing this book and then she just drops a P.S. I met your cousin. <laughs> Super cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In fact, Charlie was wondering if he was saving a cat, helping an old lady, or shirtless watching a car. (laughs) Yep. But in all seriousness, um, Nora says, like, I knew if I had known, like, she's adamant, if I had known, I wouldn't have gone out with him. Mm -hmm. Um, Plus, like, what's, and also, what's going on with your ex? Like, Mm -hmm. it's like a, I give you my answer and then deflect. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, nothing, nothing's going on. Um, and then 
like who plans a visit to talk and because of the time yeah they in, the to meet in the library in the library and nobody talks about like no one me- makes a plan to talk yes exactly so um we find out that it was to clear the air um just like some small town stuff that was going on and mm-hmm. that it's none of Nora's business essentially nice love that she calls it they're viciously trading support for each other so for each other's romantic lives so they're like it's none of my business yeah it's none of my business yeah you do what makes you happy Mm -hmm. you do what makes you happy like back and forth like that awkward yeah Yeah. they just like each other I know I know so Nora brings up the confidence and says I just want to be here with you and not worry what comes next. Mm-hmm. She's done brushing things off. She's going to be straightforward. Um, Charlie tells her that what if I know that things can't go anywhere? Right. Like this isn't going to turn out into anything. Um, She says, I told you I don't care. And then they have a steamy smooch session and he is like, not here. We got to go. They gotta go. Nora ends up leaving the library with shaky legs from her encounter with Charlie. Damn. Um, Libby has sent photos of the progress she has made with good books. Sally can be seen in some, and she's obviously very happy about what's going on, so that's fun. Number 12, baby, I think. Um, Nora is late meeting Libby at Papa Squat's um but she tells libby that she'll be right there and then she has to make a quick phone call first so she finds the number that shepherd gave her in her bag and when she calls it it is not shepherd it is a lawyer's office what and that's when Nora realizes that she called the number that Sally was giving to libby and i that's when Nora starts to spiral thinking that Libby is needing a divorce lawyer and she asked Sally for one. Mm-hmm. I think she's having like mm-hmm. this, like, why wouldn't she talk to me? Why wouldn't mm-hmm. she ask me? I can mm-hmm. help her. Like that. Go right thing. to mm-hmm. the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, and suddenly she feels like she's back in the apartment after their mother had died and Libby was falling apart as if she can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. So <laughs> suddenly she's back in the apartment after their mother died and Libby was falling apart. They were both falling apart together. Mm-hmm. It sounded awful. Uh, one night Libby is particularly upset and she confesses to Nora that she doesn't want to be here anymore and so Nora takes her to California and that's the California trip that we've been hearing about um they go to the beach they sprinkle some ashes Libby didn't cry for a whole week straight and Nora thought that that was a triumph um however on the plane ride home she burst into tears and the flight attendant slipped them both booze (laughs) Um, which is why she drinks gin to this mm-hmm. day, which was an interesting little mm-hmm. callback to the yeah. drinks at the bar. Um, then once, th- also the California trip was the last trip that they took and the last trip that Nora has taken. When Libby met Brendan, she felt like Libby was finally okay. And so now that she's contacting a divorce lawyer, this is not good. She realizes Libby might be upset that she works so much because maybe Libby actually needed Nora and that's why she wanted to go on this trip um and Nora starts coming up with a checklist of how they're going to deal with the separation classic Nora of course um when they get when she gets to Papa Squat Libby tells Nora that she's figured out how she's going to save the bookstore 
and it consists of a fundraiser. But not just any old fundraiser, a fundraiser like in once called the Blue Moon Ball. Oh, yeah. Which is actually a really great idea. Yeah. Um, And then Nora is like, yeah, okay, sounds good. And everything is pretty much arranged, except Libby and Sally are hoping that Dusty might do a Q&A? Question mark? <gasps> um, and Nora is not sure about this. She doesn't want to ask her client for a favor. That feels wrong to Nora because she's not that type of person. But she will do anything to see her sister happy. Mm-hmm. So she gets a hold of Dusty. And we find out that Dusty's never actually been to Sunshine Falls. But she <laughs> ran Yeah. But she randomly drove through it once. <laughs> Asking a client a favor makes her feel funny. Um this means she has to admit essentially everything and why she where she is and that True. she's not in the city and True. that she has a sister. True. And that she's working with Charlie. <laughs> True. <laughs> That, uh, if I were Dusty, I'd maybe feel a little, like, betrayed. Like, yeah. you're working with Charlie. You're in Sunshine Falls. Yeah. Why wouldn't you tell me any of this? Yeah. 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 Um, she explains the backstory and the fundraiser plan um, and that they want to do an online book club. That's us. Hey, um, and, oh, like, sorry, the backstory of the store, not, like, the backstory of why Nora ended up in Sunshine Falls. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I need to. Whose house is this? Whose house is this? <laughs> Anyways, all that matters is that Dusty agrees to join. Woo-hoo! That would actually be sick. Mm-hmm. So, now, of course, she's just got to dig deeper, Nora, and she asks Brendan what's going on. <sighs> And she doesn't get a response. <gasps> Too bad he didn't just text back nothing! Exclamation mark, exclamation mark, exclamation mark. Honestly. So everybody's busy getting ready. Um, her and Charlie are laying low and like doing like sneaky little kisses in hallways and all that kind of stuff. Bad. They're like little teenagers. Yes, they are. Um, but of course, now that she's got Charlie, she can't stopping about can't stop thinking about Libby and Brendan. They go on a Target run. Oh yes, this is so cute. This is though. cute. Um, they go to Target run. They end up getting a tent, and they do have a very sweet moment here mm-hmm. while they're setting up the tent. Um, they're like hyping each other up, I guess, through this whole yeah like trip to target and setting up and everything like this i was thinking it's like their dynamic it's almost as if they both finally met like an equal mm-hmm. but in more ways than one like mm-hmm. even with how neither of them are typically vulnerable but mm-hmm. they're slowly opening up and instead of the other person like judging them they're both understanding each mm-hmm. other more but it's the easy for them to understand because it's so much like themselves right yeah. so it's this very cool Mm-hmm. So I understand why yes. they're acting like little teenagers. Yeah, kind of cute. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, it just makes sense. Yeah, that's cute. Yeah, it's cute. Um, Charlie is being vulnerable, and he tell explains to Nora that his parents don't want him here. Ooh, mm. that's a shitty feeling. Yeah, they're disappointed in him for not coming back after college. 
essentially right back. for going to new york yes. yeah for staying in new york mm-hmm. and not working for one of their businesses yeah and nora does make a point like well you are working for one of them um but the dad is like very handy mm-hmm. and so is shepherd mm-hmm. and i think that that makes charlie feel like very well, he, he says, like, he doesn't belong here. Yeah, he feels inferior. Yeah, he feels inferior. Comparison is the thief of joy, baby. Yeah. For real, though. For real. Oh, my God. So much. Sometimes I have to just say that saying in my head when I'm, like, on Instagram. Same here. <laughs> but All the time. Yeah. All the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, exactly. That's exactly what Charlie is feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's instead of being like yeah i do work for one of them and they do feel happy about that she said he says all i can do is run the bookstore i can't fix my parents house i can't do all of these things he doesn't feel what he says i don't feel like i'm enough Mm -hmm. which yeah not good so then i'm like wondering is he are they insinuating that shepherd is actually a son and he's a half brother not a cousin because they were like he was nor realized in that moment that cliff the dad yeah. and shepherd look a lot alike right I and don't he know. was engaged before too. Shepherd was? well cliff was engaged before oh yes wow okay never thought about that i don't know if that's what she they were trying to insinuate but it doesn't really come back up no that is really weird she tells him that he's like a good contract sexy as hell and irresistible (laughs) (laughs) and also what's up with your ex like what's going on now that she's got him talking yeah she's gonna keep him they're lying in the tent together i can imagine like the sun coming through the leaves and yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so while we're keeping on the train of vulnerability, he explains to her that Charlie followed his ex to New York, mm-hmm. um, and that when she wanted to go home, he did not, he found himself in love with the city. Their miscommunication yes. though. I was yes. reading that like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. They did not, yeah, lack like, of communication yeah, big time. Yeah, she just assumed he would want to come, come home back, and he yeah. just assumed that she would he, want to stay. Exactly. How does that not come up? Mm-hmm. Like, wait, wouldn't she be like, when we move home, yeah. then he would be like, wait. Wait a minute. Right? Sorry, we need to have this conversation. You yeah. would think. I don't know. That's yeah. weird. Um, but a few weeks after they break up, she starts dating Shepard. <gasps> so that is why, and it was a big mess. It was very messy. Yeah, a little awkward um and he didn't know until he came back at christmas time and it was yeah it's dramatic as you know sounds very dramatic yeah um so that in fact that was the reason why they met up on the friday she wanted to apologize how things ended and saying that i was a boring person which then turns into a whole nother thing um that was one of the things he's been very self-conscious of being a quote-unquote boring person Um, who likes routine who exactly likes things in order and all that kind of stuff and that was what she said when he she left him Mm -hmm. there was a big fight Mm -hmm. and she said something along the lines i don't want my day to be the same every Every day every day yeah um and then he's she's like oh that's it like that was the deal breaker or whatever and i mean then he's like well plus she wanted kids (laughs) (laughs) 
And that was the deal breaker. Yeah, I thought it would be a pretty big deal breaker. But surprise, surprise, Nora doesn't want kids either. So they're in love. They're in love. Um, so then, of course, uh, Nora blurts out that she thinks Libby's getting a divorce. They're being like, they're just putting it all out all there. All the cards are on the table. They're out there. Um, and they just comfort each other, essentially, and say she leaves off saying i'll go anywhere you go that's cute yeah i love that now that we know some other stuff what an interesting thing for her to say Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like nora can't live in sunshine falls forever i don't think she can no i wonder what the compromise will be maybe Uh, there'll be a compromise okay so the camp is set up and revealed to Libby as a surprise. I think she had a blindfold on yeah. even. Um, and Libby is very excited. Mm-hmm. She thanks Nora. And Nora, I love this. I hope I can explain properly. But she thanks Nora. And Nora says to Libby, anything for you. And then she looks over at Charlie. And she mouths a thank you to him. And he mouths back anything for you. Which is just cute. Because finally yeah. she has someone to help support her. Yeah. Yeah. After having to be the one to like mm-hmm. support. Right? Oh, true. Like it's so oh, nice to have someone yeah. who says yeah. it back. Yeah. Um, so it is hot molly's with charlie it is on they are talking and when they're not talking they're emailing and when they're not emailing they're texting they're doing it mm-hmm. well not they're actually they're not doing actually it. not doing it they gotta wait for the perfect time <laughs> but they're chatting um and they also get the last pages of frigid so that's exciting so then charlie brings over the wood for real literal <laughs> literally wood. not figuratively i mean you well, can't probably. not bring over the figurative wood true i think he's attached to him true <laughs> okay so he brings over the wood and some stuff for s'mores and they have a cute little fire and libby tells him that she likes him which is good mm-hmm. that's exciting for nora mm-hmm. Um, Charlie and Nora are both loving the frigid book. They decide that the cat is going to stay. Yeah. Um, Charlie ends up telling Nora that sometimes he doesn't finish the last chapter of books because he hates endings, which I thought was so, like, telling of a person. Yes, yeah. Like, talking about how he hasn't read the very end of, like, book series Mm -hmm. because he doesn't want it to be over. Yeah. (laughs) Um. Yeah, that was sweet. Yeah. And just so interesting. Yes. I could not do that. No. But I do know the feeling of not wanting something to yeah. be over, right? No, for sure. I've, it really illustrated the, that feeling. Yes. And also that Nora reads the last line of every, mm-hmm. like, everybody. That's yeah. different, right? Yes. Um, Nora realizes that she's in this state of not wanting things to end, but wanting to know how it ends, which would also be very weird. Um, Nora feels like she had self-control, um, but just never exposed herself to something that she really wanted because she's thinking about how the relationships haven't been like this before. So she just never really was with somebody who she liked. Yeah. Um, and she realizes that she has two more weeks in Sunshine Falls until the, quote, we've agreed to not discuss, end quote, begins. Dot, dot, dot. Um, they're heading to dinner at Papa's. Who? Papa Squats. Who? Libby and Nora. Sorry. <laughs> Charlie too? And then Libby says, I want to invite Charlie. Ah! 
um nora thinks she's like fuck she's on to us she thinks she libby knows but i mean like (laughs) exactly but then she gets a surprise work call from sharon the editor libby's pissed Mm -hmm. um and she makes it known that she is not happy um does nora take the call i can't remember yes she does yes she takes the call she's like i got i'm taking it i'm taking it because she hadn't heard from sharon in a long time yeah and it's after like it's later in the evening so she was worried that there was something actually wrong wrong. yes yes um that was how the conversation started like is everything okay um and it turns out that sharon has heard that there's an editor position Mm -hmm. opening up in um their firm Mm -hmm. and charlie says that you're amazing Mm -hmm. Hmm. are you interested Nora's like cannot compute yeah she says yes blurts it out yes and then she's like what did I just do um and then she's like I'd like to think about it yes I'd like to think about it (laughs) well the sunshine falls like impulsive version of Nora is like yes but the actual like Nora is Mm -hmm. like I need two days to think about it (laughs) yes yes exactly after that phone call her mind feels like an FBI cork board I appreciated Mm -hmm. that Mm-hmm. everything finally spills over for Nora and Libby um, they have a back and forth you said this you said that argument I'm kind of sad mm-hmm. imagine being Charlie yeah. like isn't he just standing there yeah <laughs> um, you're keeping things from me and I can't help you if you don't tell me what's going on Beep. turns out that Libby doesn't actually want her help uh-uh she doesn't want to be another excuse for Nora not to have a life. Um, and this is when it all comes out of Nora as well. And she said, if my life was my career, I'd be an, edi- an editor. And then Libby goes night-night. She passes out. <laughs> yeah. That's too much. Yeah. It's too much. It's too much. On okay. a pregnant woman. Uh-huh. Poor woman. <laughs> but I feel like Nora's stung, right? So she's like, fine fine we're doing this we're doing this mm-hmm. um nora catches libby and screams for help charlie rushes in he pulls his car up and they take her to the hospital charlie is comforting nora so he's taking control which is her usual role it feels unfamiliar to her but really good mm-hmm. um she remembers mm-hmm. that she would only cry when she was safe in her mother's arms and at the funeral she realizes she was waiting for her mother to hold her but it never came which is why she hasn't cried since then. That's fucking sad. Mm -hmm. Nora is upset that she isn't in control of everything that's happening at the hospital with Libby, and she can't do anything to help. And we also find out that Charlie doesn't like hospitals. I was wondering if this could be important in some way, Mm -hmm. or if it was just one of those, like, Mm -hmm. some people just don't like Like hospitals hospitals, kind of thing. Um, But this is the hospital that saved Charlie's dad. Mm Mm-hmm. So the doctor comes out and Nora is spiraling. She's thinking worst case scenario. She says pulmonary embolism, which I put a question mark mm-hmm. beside because mm-hmm. I was wondering if maybe that's what their mom died of. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And that's true. like why she's like oh. freaking out about Libby. True. That would suck. Mm-hmm. Um, and the doctor comes out and also like Charlie knew the doctor and he made things happen and it yeah. was great. Libby is anemic. <laughs> And she also was in her previ- previous pregnancy too, but she didn't tell Nora either time. And this is shocking to Nora. Mm-hmm. She can't believe this. Um, 
Charlie has shown up for Nora and it's very cute and Libby is ready to now see them because mm-hmm. she hadn't seen them yet. Mm-hmm. Essentially, Nora walks in and is like, the fuck was that about? Yeah. And Libby's kind of apologetic. She didn't tell her because she didn't want her to worry. Um, and then Nora explains that she's always first in her eyes and that makes Libby feel guilty. Um, she's feeling guilty about her having to give up, having, feeling like she had to give up her dreams for her. It makes her feel incapable. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like Libby has been in therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the way that they talk, she talks about her mom, yeah. I feel like. Yeah. Um, so Nora's very feeling very, cause she's obviously talking about the mom. Um, Nora's very confused by Libby's truth. Um, and she doesn't want Libby doesn't want um, Nora to fix things. She just wants somebody to listen sometimes yeah. and yeah. be like, "That sucks," and not fix everything. Yeah. And also, um, P.S. I eat meat. <laughs> I forgot they were vegetarians yes, until that came up. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait, what?" Yes. Oh, right. Yes, yes. So they kind of are like at um, amends and friends on. But I think it's funny that Nora's like, what the fuck? You've been making me a vegetarian for the last 10 years and you didn't tell me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then essentially Libby's like, I got to go. I got to get back to work. She's mm-hmm. on the move. She meets up with Charlie at, I think at the bookstore. And she is asking um, what the deal is with the spa. The spa mm-hmm. and the curl up and die. Yeah. Uh, and she's asking, is it supposed to be a scream or like an uh, like relief? And then she, he, Charlie then tells her that it was used to be called the G spa. So he <laughs> assumes it's the ah. Uh. <laughs> the G spa. OMG. They're eating up the end of the book um and oh sorry they're reading together which is cute like they're reading this in the bookstore together Mm -hmm. um and she's feeling like she never wants her favorite books to end and how the ending is never really the way she wants it to be Mm -hmm. um that's why she always reads the last page to check for proof that there's beauty in life where things go wrong because she's feeling like that's her life and she's searching for that beauty. She's making it. She's made the realization though that she won't have everything again with the loss of her mom. Mm-hmm. But maybe we'll, I will have enough someday that I won't ache and it won't be so bad. Yeah. <sighs> she just doesn't want to feel broken. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I they really want the best for Nora. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> Nora. Um. They both agree that the ending though is perfect in the end. I didn't go into the detail of the frigid book. There's cats. Nadine gets hit by a car. Yeah, and doesn't um Charlie say that he's her cat or something? Yeah. Like yeah. Like she was like, Nobody's gonna believe that the cat came back yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then he's like, Yeah, yeah it would. Yeah. I'm using me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um cute. This is all during a story. There's a storm going on, by the way. <laughs> and the lights go out. And he's like, I should lock the door. <laughs> But then I thought it was going to be, like, spicy at that point. But they get into some deep stuff. Nora's telling him that I've never met somebody that I've connected with so deeply. 
Um, but Charlie drops the bombshell that he's not going back to New York, which is why things cannot progress. Perfect time to drop that. <sighs> of course. Although he was probably like, fuck, I got to tell her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, apparently he's already emailed Libby about his apartment and that it was always going to be hers. And that's why he agreed to it, but yeah. also that's so cute. Yeah, I know. Um, and also, another bombshell, it's his bo- job that she is being offered. Essentially, he's given up everything in his life because he needs to stay. Um, oh my god. Uh, do we know what he's going to do to like make money? I don't know yeah because then he's like i don't know if it's in this chapter in one of your chapters he's spiraling about like the store is not going to last another six months yeah. and my mom is trying to take care care for my dad yeah. my dad won't let me care for him right yeah um and he tells her that you've always had me and i never stood a chance and she feels like they're right where they belong <laughs> okay I took very short well, notes. <laughs> I don't think that we need to go into too much detail because nope. it was pretty. It's just all just them doing it. Finally. They Fourth finally time's a term. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I took a few notes. He tells her that they should have been doing this since they met, um, which is funny mm-hmm. and a great compliment. She really doesn't want this to end, which is a nice little parallel. They're kind of on the same mm-hmm. page. And then I wrote down this little quote about, I think this was one of Nora's thoughts Mm -hmm. while this is all happening. I have never been so glad for someone to see straight through me to read me like a book. Mm -hmm. Aw, Dusky. Yeah. And they're just fucking. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. They're doing it. (laughs) In the dark. In the dark. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? No, it's the lights are off. Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? No, not right now. Okay. (laughs) Oh my god, let's get out of here. Okay, let's go skiaddle. Let's go, go sit on the patio. Da- day, yeah. Okay, goodbye. Kay. Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> See ya. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye.